do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words, like me, play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with, intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally me, it starts with self. And that is something that play with me stands for. Play with me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch.
views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. classes with your hosts lady lola and miss kitten come on in and take your seats tonight's class is about to start good evening lustfuls and welcome to lesson or class number four in the first semester of kinky classes i would like to start off by mentioning the endorsement site as usual lola's favorite friends at the council of fantasy the council of fantasy is an, is a lifestyle orientated community catering for everybody in a community that means if you're slightly into kink if you're slightly into sex i mean even if you're asexual come and join us guys we're a beautiful community we love people we love people that love people and the only shame we shame is shaming itself one of the main focuses of the COF is education and not just in lifestyle or in BDSM but anything and everything sex body mind and soul positivity because we're a bunch of positive people yes we hold work we um do workshops we do parties we do lifestyle and we do it right <laughs> i'm looking at my co-host this evening and she's just putting the most amount of faces because i've had a pretty shitty day and i've been pretty fucking sick right and she knows this so she's just trying to make me laugh and she's actually doing a pretty damn good job and that would be my beautiful iconic co-host miss kitten herself miss kitten hello baby how are you hey my beautiful lols it's so lovely to be back with you and the amazing listeners thank you for having me well i mean thank you for dealing with me i haven't been the most easiest person to work with lately i've been a, like a, a ball of shit <laughs> I've just been a ball of it. So, listeners, if you do hear Lola like coughing in the background, I'm busy dying. Okay, send send an ambulance. Like, call the mortician. I'm busy going. <laughs> I've been sick for I've been sick for over a week, and I'm just not able to scratch it. So, I'm going to try and speak as little as possible this evening. Um, I don't know if that's even possible to speak as little as possible because everybody knows Lola loves to talk. 
But we also have an amazing guest this evening. Um, we've all the way from the UK. This isn't even a local guest, guys. I mean, this lady is absolutely phenomenal. She was on Rain of Blood a little bit earlier um, this week. I listened to the podcast, Miss Kitson's podcast, Rain of Blood. It's absolutely phenomenal. She's got the most amazing um, accent. This evening, we've got Trinity James. She identifies as she or they. Um, she's a needle switch based in the UK. Um, her love for kinky shops started in 2022 with her lifelong friend and play partner Radically Dark. So for those of you who do not know who Radically Dark is, Radically Dark is one of the um, one of the presenters of this Reign of Blood festival that they are going to be doing. I think it's in April, right? Um, I'm a skitten. Is it? Yeah. This? Okay, I see she's nodding her head. So we'll talk about that. We need to actually promote that a little bit. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But back to her intro. Um, so she started her love for kinky shop started in 2022 with her lifelong friend and play partner, Radically Dark. Since then, she's gone on to explore her shops, um, her shops play with her partner. Oh, what's going on here now? With her partner, um, Bruised Peach, Bruised Peach, and she continues to play with Radically Dark when time allows it. She, have five, she has five or six years of medical experience, and she has a background in body modification or piercings. She um, she uses a lot of her knowledge in her plays. She's actively engaged. Um, and communicates throughout her play sessions from, from both a top and bottom perspective. So she's a very good all-rounder, guys. With that being said, welcome, Trinity James. Welcome this evening. Uh, before, oh, Hold on. Before I welcome you, I forgot to introduce our mods for this evening. Um, so our mods, uh, the Lola Blakely production mods this evening, are Jaded Mal, Medusa, um, Azura... Um, Wait, hold on, I've got completely lost my train of thought here now. Is, uh, Azure Inferno, and then we've also got our production manager here, um, Kinky B, well, or KB, and um, we've got Black Dragon here as well. So, okay, now all, all of the introductions are done. I can go back to Trinity James and I can say, Trinity James, just please remember to unmute yourself. And with that, I want to say good evening and welcome, Trinity. Hello, good evening to you guys. Um, it's really nice to get to speak to both of you. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us on such short notice. I mean, we were slightly stressed um, and you just pulled through at the last minute. I really, really, really cannot thank you enough. Thank you for that. Thank you for joining us. I know Miss Kitten's going to start off with with um, with her questions. So I'm going to give the floor to her. And hi, amazing listeners and Trinity. It's so nice to have you in the dun in the um in the studio and chatting to us tonight. Um, I nearly said dungeon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is in Rain of Blood, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to quickly address the Rain of Blood thing because we've brought it up a couple of times. For everyone who doesn't know, we have an amazing educational program in April. Three days of um extreme play um online the tickets are on sale now there's an early bit special especially for south africans you have to pay in rands probably hit the early bit special would do your wallets a favor but we have probably 45 of the top shops players in the world congregating chatting to us at the moment we have a, a podcast that's running um 
um, three times a week and bringing you some backstage information and just some journeys and sharing some some of these guys um, experiences so get connected so um, Trinity's partner Radically Dark is one of the organizers of the Reign of Blood with me and probably one of the most one of the bravest most relaxed tops i've had to the privilege of spending time with um i got to interview trin this week and i was just blown away by her knowledge of self-care and aftercare and um how she came across so trin um i just wanted to say welcome again and um please um give us a little bit of your background tell us how you got started in kink um yeah how you got involved and and ended up um um, in the weird shops corner with us. <laughs> no problem. Um, I basically started in kink, well, before I was 18, but not on the scene. Um, but after I turned 18, basically me and Radically Dark went to like a munch, which is like a, like a meeting of a group of people, either in a club or a dungeon, or even just like a pub. Um, and it's just all people who are part of the kink community and you all chat and meet up and talk about the, the twisted things you like in a way. Um, and it's just a really friendly and loving community. Um, and my first event was actually like an extreme play munch. Um, so I just kind of got thrown straight in the deep end and I just loved everything I saw. Um, and I just basically haven't ever left. Um, and then in towards the more extreme things, I started doing a lot of impact and things like that to start with. Um, but I have very um, peach-like skin. Um, I bruise and bleed very easily. So I turned into blood impact very fast, um, which wasn't an issue for us. And we discovered like, that's a big thing and something we enjoy. Um, and then me and Radically done like a Needle 101 shop together, which is a class taught by someone, I think they're in America. Um, Radically Dark has more details. I don't remember names of anyone. <laughs> but we did the same 101, done some self-stabs and sort of just evolved from there. I mostly bottom, um, but I do top my partner at times, just not as often. I don't tend to be in charge unless I'm told I'm allowed to be. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I, I love how you say, uh, unless I'm, I'm told to be. So that's like a, a, bottom, a, a bottom on instructions <laughs> or yeah, top on instruction. Like a, like a dumb sub relationships. I, I do wear a, like a day collar all the time that's quite subtle, but mm. um, we don't follow di dynamics like strictly, just she's normally the boss and I do as I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I absolutely love that. That's so cute. <laughs> so this evening, um, Trinity, Trinity, this evening's segment is called self-care before aftercare. So in the King community, we hear a lot about aftercare, right? Aftercare this and aftercare that. And oh, my dom needs to give me this aftercare. And oh, my dom didn't give me this aftercare. And this was negotiated, but I didn't receive this. Or, um, you know, lack of aftercare. We hear aftercare a lot. So when I started speaking, when when I got into contact with um with Miss Kitten with with Miss Kitten in the at first. 
her and I had a very, very in-depth discussion when it comes to aftercare and self-care and what that means for a person and what that means for for yourself. And her and I tend to be on the same page when it comes to things like this. And um, the the basis the the basis of what we what we discovered was you cannot receive proper aftercare without practicing proper self-care so with that being said i wanted to find out from you what is your take on on self-care and um what does that mean or self-care what, what does that mean for you self-care before aftercare i would definitely say if anything it's more important than aftercare because if your body's not in a good place or you're not of sound mind then you shouldn't kink in the first place um, or at least in my opinion, obviously some people do, but I think if you're not taking care of yourself and respecting yourself and sort of making sure your body has all the things it needs to deal with whatever act you're doing it, whether it be just sex or whether it be a kink or something more intense like extreme things, you need to make sure your body's in a place to deal with that and your mind. And I think mm. it's very important and, and not a lot of people realise how important it is. As kitten, yeah, I, I love that. I think um, I think the one thing that kink has taught me is how to take care of my body. Um, as everybody knows and seen my fit profile, I have a taste for the extreme, so I tend to go there often. And the only way I can do that repeatedly is if I'm looking after myself. So all of the all of this journey and all of my experiences make me mindful of what's happening to my body, partly because I want to do it again more regularly. Um, let's just be honest. Um, so I'm just more aware of what my body needs to heal, what my mind needs to heal and how that fits into my regular work cycle and being an adult. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I really loved what what Trin had to say, and and I don't think I don't think we pr provide enough time for our own self care, and I don't think we prioritize ourselves enough. So the kink has has given me a reason to prioritize myself, and I really wow, love that. that that's powerful, that's profound. I love that. So I feel the same, right? As, especially when it comes to. Um, well, I'm a lady that loves taking care of myself, but also I never used to be like this, right? I used to not really care what I looked like, what I felt like, and you tend to go into this kind of mental state where you aren't happy, right? If you're not taking care of yourself, I'm sorry, but you're not going to be happy. And that's where like depression starts coming in and mental health issues start coming in. So if you aren't taking care of yourself, um, how can you expect somebody else to take care of you too, right? And how can you how can you be practicing in kink if you aren't of sound mind and body, right, Trinity? I agree entirely. It's something that you really have to learn and do as you go, but you have to prioritize prioritize yourself over everything and if anything sometimes even over the kinks you want to do and you know you crave it you know you need to give your body that time before you can do it again even when you really want to mm, and um, i think um i think trin's top is really like every time i speak to any of radically dark's bottom i'm always <laughs> just blown away by how um how enforced 
that that need for the c capacity is and how that that's prioritized that that sort of mental capacity and physical capacity is put forward before any play is put forward and it's never rushed and i think that's i think that's hugely important it's something i really took back from my interview with trin the other day it's something that i've taken from my experiences with radically dark and having her on my team is that that self-care always comes first and i think it's something we miss in in our society because we take on so many other responsibilities and we're saying yes to so many other things we're not used to putting ourselves first so really just finding the time to to to, to put the, the 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 basics first so when i spoke to trin trin you said some things to me the other night that um really sort of hit home about like what's important before a play so what maybe you can tell our listeners what sort of things are priorities for you before you come into a play before you even consider if you have capacity for me um so i suffer with a lot of like physical like chronic pain issues and also like mental health issues and a past of like self-harm and issues of those sorts of things so for me it's a lot of making sure that i am craving the right thing making sure i'm craving kink in a positive way not a self-destructive way um and it's wow that's profound sort of have i taken care of myself have i taken my medication as i should have i done all the adult things i need to do in life so that when i want to do kink and when i want to float and be submissive and have that space for myself am i in a mind where that's going to be possible or is everything i should be doing going to nag at me the whole time <laughs> um and me and radically and any top i have at the minute we have a system where you follow the traffic lights, but traffic lights aren't just for play. They are for everything and any life situation. Um, so we have this thing we call aggressively green, which means like, yes, I really want to do this. I'm really ready. Or we have like, like real life Amber, which is like, I want to do this thing, but realistically in life right now, I'm not in a position to, but no, I want to. And it's something sort of you discuss, you negotiate and you wait until it's at that aggressive green that you're in a place you can do it. That makes a lot of sense. I love how you how you kind of defined a little bit extra on the on the traffic light system because we also use it over here. It's something that um that Miss Kitten has has made sure to to pronounce to the world <laughs> because it works. We know we know it works. And look, it, it's also important that as you said, um, have I done all of the adult stuff that I was supposed to do ahead of you know getting my myself involved in something that's kinky, Miss Kitten? I think I think self care for me, if I have to give it an explanation, self care is creating a life that you don't have to escape from, that you don't need to run away from self-care is putting the basics down so that you're happy just being and once you're happy just being then you can then you have capacity to add all this amazing kink stuff to it mm. and i think i think for me that was a turning point i think in the beginning when i came into kink i was using kink to escape from life and the I was never able to be validated for my vulnerability. And I think that that took a long time to understand that I was the only one that was going to validate me. And that validation came from being responsible to myself and not and, and creating a life for myself that I wanted to exist in every day, not something that I just looked for the escape in. And once I 
had that self-care, I had capacity for so many more things. And, you, you know, I mean, the, the stuff that Trin does is extreme. The stuff that I do is extreme. You can't, you can't be doing the extreme stuff and then go being go and then go back to a life that you don't want to be in. So creating a life that you're happy to live in, that you're, that you're coping with is so important. Um, yeah. And I think, I think a lot of the time people use kink as, as too much of an escape and it, it, Lola, in my, in my game, um, the harm we do can be quite serious. So it's really important to understand the intent behind the harm. And I think that we need to address a little bit about self-harm tonight because self-harm is a topic that comes up often in kink. And I think when you're going to a top and you're asking them to do something to you, where you're just trying to escape from your, from your, from your own situation, um, and it's, it's not healthy, you're asking somebody else to do the self-harm to you. Um, and it's, it, it's toxic. It's not good for you. When you're coming to something with the intent of creating something beautiful together and deepening the, the relationship and expanding the cubic depth of knowledge and experience, that's a totally different intent. And there's no shame. There's no resentment. There's none of that left afterwards. And it's empowering. I, sorry. I'll stop now. I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, you aren't. You aren't. It's absolutely what, you, what you're saying is so profound. It's so beautiful and it's so true. It's absolutely it's absolutely valid. And people need to hear this because it's it's I respect that. Honestly, I do. I think there's a lot of people that come into kink and um they don't and number one, first and foremost, they don't understand it. They don't understand how to go about it, let alone how to practice it safely, right? And a lot of people come in with such maybe a low self-esteem and they, they do have self-harm tendencies. And we need to address this because um just because you're not self-harming um, and you're engaging in kink, but you haven't been taking care of yourself and you're coming in with the wrong in intent, it's absolutely what you just said is so valid. I've actually got goosebumps because it does. In essence, you are then getting your top um, to 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 practice your self-harm on you, which is not, that's not what kink is about. I'm sorry. Um, also, it's, I think it's important for the listeners to know that it's not only, you don't only need to practice self-care self um, for extreme plays, right? Even if you're going to do a light spanking, even if you're going to do a little bit of a flogging, if you are expecting your, your top to give you aftercare or even your bottom to give you aftercare, you should be, in essence, practicing self-care too. You should be taking care of yourself. You should be making sure you're drinking enough water. Have like, like I love that what um, Domino Faye said last week. Have you had something to eat today? I will never forget those words of hers. Have you had something to eat today? Have you been drinking enough water? Um, like, like Trinity just said, have you taken, if you need medication, have you taken medication? Domino Faye touched on that last week as well. Um, do you have a, a heart situation? that have you been taking care of your physical health because if you don't take care of your physical health and I mean I'm one of those people that that I work a lot that's all I do I work I work I work I work I work and sometimes I don't take care of myself 
lucky for me, I've now been sick this week and I've half been forced to step back and rely on other people to help me through things and rely on other people to do things for me and take care of myself, drink medicine, drink water, make sure I eat right, make sure I sleep enough. Um, but sometimes you, you know, if, if you don't, if you haven't done that, then how can you expect to go and lie there, allow somebody to flog you or to inflict pain on you? Obviously, it's going to have an adverse effect um, on, on your mental health at the end of the day. That's when people become scarred and that's where um, trauma begins is with these situations. Trinity? I would definitely agree with both of you a lot and even not even just for pain inflicting activities people like myself um who have mental health issues um and people like me who have got like sexual trauma in their past and things like that even just the act of sex or the act of like foreplay or kissing or things like that I have to be in a place mentally where I'm safe to do that and I'm not using it in a way to hurt myself and I know a lot of other people feel the same um, and a lot of people especially within kink and swinger communities you sort of have to ask the question of am I using my body for validation am I insecure am I doing this for a bad reason and sort of do I actually want this am I really consenting to this or am I being impulsive it's questions that you really have to ask yourself and they're hard questions, but they're important and reckless sex and reckless acts of using your body is also self-harm and a lot of people don't realise that. Mm -hmm. That's so true, Miss Kitten. Um, and I think Trin touched on something there that's really important. Like uh, for me, understanding aftercare um, is understanding what I need to feel validated for my vulnerability. Um, I think it's hugely important that I came to came to a place where I understood what that looked like. So I wasn't I wasn't. Um, I think in the beginning when I started in kink, all these this amazing biochemistry that flooded through my body. Um, every time I, I had a different experience, I thought I was madly in love with the human being on the other side. Um, but I'd I'd felt this incredible vulnerability and then hadn't been validated for it, and I felt super lost. And it wasn't me being lost in love, it was a little bit of me being lost in vulnerability, and I needed something. I thought I needed him to marry me, buy me a jet and take me to Mauritius every time. I mean, but don't he, we always need that? Yeah, let's be honest. I, mean, I, I was convinced <laughs> that that's what I needed at the time. And then I, I, I had a little bit of like, I had a little bit of crazy responses to that. Like I, I, I was unsure. And as soon as I feel unsure, I get emotionally unstable and you know, I become like crazy train heading straight for the hills, um, you know, and it, it's unhealthy. But what I needed to, to realize was it was I was showing so much more vulnerability in the situation and what did valid what what did I need to be validated for that what did that look like to me how did I find it and then being able to negotiate negotiate that beforehand so we've spoken a lot about bringing stuff to the table so in without knowing what you want with your self-care without knowing how that how that works for you you've got nothing to come to the table with you've got nothing to put on the table and say this is what i need and you've got nothing to negotiate for and knowing what you need to negotiate for just incredibly 
it just makes that experience incredibly deeper and allows you to be so much more fulfilled. Um, and once you were able to ask, once I was able to ask for those things, I was able to choose the players that I aligned with. It doesn't mean that they were, that people were bad. They just, I didn't align with everybody. And, mm. you know, and people were able to say like, hey, chick, no, that's fucking crazy. I can't give you that shit. Like, and I was able to say, okay, well, you know, he, fair enough. He said that up front instead of blaming them afterwards for stuff they weren't able to give me. Um, and yeah, it just made my experiences a huge amount more deeper and it made me more aware of myself. Um, mm. Yeah, and just that that validation for vulnerability, like that is aftercare for me. And that came from knowing what I needed in self-care because at that point, I don't think I was taking care of myself. Mm. So we need to go to a slight commercial break. But before we do, Trinity, I'm going to go to you and I'm going to, and, and when we come back from the commercial break, we'll, we'll touch on aftercare because I think the first segment we've covered self-care pretty well. Um, before we go to commercial break, um, I want to go, Trinity, tell us what do you think is, um, in your opinion, what would be good tips for self-care? I would say good tips for self-care is be honest with yourself about what you're feeling and what you're needing or craving and recognize whether that's rational or irrational. Mm. Um and sort of recognizing when you need something and when you just want it um your body needs sustenance you need food and water you need medication if that's what you need you need time for yourself as well as being around those who love you um and just sort of being honest with yourself and recognizing what you need because if you can't take care of yourself how can you expect someone else to <laughs> amen i love that and on that, listeners, we are heading to a slight commercial break. Go and fill your water cans because we don't kink and drink. We support safe, sane, sober, consensual BDSM practices. More on aftercare um, because we've covered self-care now when we come back after the commercial break. Be back in 10.
do something different this Valentine's month. Join us for a beautiful, fun and deeply nourishing Sacred Intimacy Couples Retreat on the South Coast KZN. From the 23rd to the 25th of February, wake to the sound of the sea, renew your connection, relax in bliss body massage and reconnect with your love. Go to www.blissandrelaxation.com for more info. Sometimes we're looking for the more, but we just don't know what the more is. And then we come to play with me. Three words that mean play, toys, fun, games, cheekiness, with intimacy, connection, relationships. And finally me, it starts with self. And that is something that play with me stands for. Play with me is a place where you have an experience of all of those things. One complete cycle. You're welcome to pop in at our shop at the gantry in four ways or find us at www.playwithme.co.za. If you're looking for that more, please get in touch.
The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent or that of the program, its presenters, hosts, directors or other team members. This show is intended for audiences aged 23 and older. This production and its digital copies contain content of an adult nature. If you are easily offended or are under the age of 18, this show is not intended for you. The posts, pages and recordings within are intended for adults only and may include descriptions of scenes of sexual content, suggestive opinions, detailed discussions and graphic topics. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, lustful listeners, to lesson four or class number four in the Lola's Lesson spin-off Kinky Classes, co-hosted by the iconic Miss Kitten herself. Your um, Lola Blakely production moderators on the Podbean app for this evening is Medusa78, Azure Inferno, she's new, she just joined us today, welcome lady. Um, as well as our 2RC Black Dragon, he's also our um, engineer, sound engineer, and then our production manager, Miss um, KB. This evening we are joined by an um, international guest, which just sets Lola's lessons and the whole enterprises apart from everybody else once again. The beautiful Trinity James, she is UK based, based, the lesson to the sh can come continuing uh, on this evening's lesson, <laughs> anyway, getting back to it, stop filling faces, um, she is a needle switch based in the UK, her love for kinky shops started in 2022 with her lifelong friend and play partner Radically Dark, as we heard in the beginning of the segment for those listeners that have just joined, Radically Dark is actually one of the organizers of this year's um rain of blood festival it's a huge shops festival international festival go and check it out guys um we'll get one of the mods to just paste a link if you if one of the mods can just get the link from um miss kitten i'll appreciate that if you guys can just share that as well so go and check the shops festival out guys it's really amazing since then she's gone on to explore shops with her play partner bruised peach uh bruised peach and she continues to play with radically dark when time when time allows it she has five or six years of medical experience and i actually think miss kitten said that she's a nurse if i'm not mistaken we'll find out now after the, the reintroduction um she has five or six years of medical experience and she's got a background in body modification or piercings she uses a lot of her knowledge in her plays and she actively engages and communicates the outer player sessions from both a top and a bottom perspective that would be none other than trinity james this evening on kinky classes welcome back trinity welcome back miss kitten welcome back listeners this evening we are doing um self-care before aftercare the first half of the segment we focused on self-care and now i'm going to ask trinity trinity james to tell us a little bit more about what aftercare means within a kink bdsm dynamic um, aftercare within BDSM is kind of in two stages. So you have sort of what you need as soon as a scene is done, like your immediate aftercare needs for both yourself and your top. Um, and then aftercare normally continues for like 
hours after, days after, sometimes even weeks, depending on how intense or how much the scene was for both of you. Um, some people need little to no aftercare. Some people need a lot. Some people need a lot of watching because they're still in subspace after a scene or the tops can have dom drop, which is when they feel bad for liking the things they like, which sounds silly, but it happens. Um, and it's just about like taking care of each other. Um, it's a very stigmatized thing that tops need aftercare too. Um, still is, um, which is silly, but no, it's just about looking after each other after a scene and making sure you're both getting what you need. Miss, what does aftercare mean for you? Yeah, I think I think um, I think Trin's hit the nail on the head. It's um, it's just about making sure that your needs are met, and you've got a couple of needs. You've got immediate needs, you know, the cleanup, the putting the pieces back together the the little bit of intimacy that um, comes from the connection after a scene that helps you come down from that biochemistry that you're experiencing. Um, so that shared social interaction that can look different for different people. Um, it can be sharing a meal, it can be sharing some snacks, it can be holding each other, um, it can be gentle words, or it could be space apart. It, everybody has a different requirement. And then, you know, monitoring each other the, the monitoring the the team or the, the the group of players in my case or or the partnership um from a social side just checking in with each other making sure that the physical side is met um so the tangible things are taken care of and the tangible things are easy to, to plan for that's stuff like wound care and snacks and um, um a warm hug or a blanket or comfy clothes um, and then then making sure that the intangible is taken care of, the mental aspect that you can't always prepare for. So what sort of plan have you set in place for that? Um, and it, it takes some practice, lols. Like I, um, I'm only realizing now after sort of five or six years of really intense play and setting up intense things, how important it is to have a plan for that and what that plan and how different that plan looks for everybody. Um, I've Because this topic has been on, on everybody's mind, because we're talking about it on the show tonight and because we're planning to do a workshop tomorrow night to help um, new Kingsters sort of find their feet a little bit more, I've been focusing a, a lot more on it in the in my kink groups and in my plays, and I've been asking my players to just write down what their aftercare plan is long term for the sort of week coming after our big play on Saturday. And two things have sort of come out from that. Number one is that it's so diverse. Everybody has different needs. Everybody has different expectations and everybody has different support structures that they're calling on. And then number number two, that, that some people don't even yet comprehend the intangible. They, they're able to say, okay, well, I'm going to check in on my wounds and this is how it's going to happen and this is what it's going to look like but they haven't even comprehended that there's an intangible side, that there's a mental aspect to the whole thing. And I think, unfortunately, that only comes with experiencing kink 
and you know and walking the path so again i go back to the thing that it's not the olympics you can start small and um you know documenting the stuff writing it down journaling what works for you really helps you sort of find a path forward that's um that's a great way um to do things yeah and it's just so variable you've got to find what works for you and 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 like trin said earlier like different plays have different effects and you're mm. going to use different biochemistry and you're going to have you're going to have to use different skills to get to get around them I think it's also important that the listeners understand that you need to make sure upon negotiation, and we covered negotiation in, in intensely last week with with the beautiful goddess. Oh gosh, can I just say, oh that woman is something else. The beautiful um, Domino Faye. We the, we um, navigated negotiations last week, and I think the listeners again need to be reminded that aftercare needs to be negotiated. If you guys are going, if you guys aren't in a regular dynamic, right? The aftercare needs to be negotiated. You can't just assume that your top or um, whoever's going to be um, topping for that specific scene necessarily knows that you're going to require aftercare and be con be constructive, but be fair with your aftercare requirements. I feel because I mean you can't be and you you can't expect somebody to be taking care of you twenty four seven if you aren't in the twenty four seven dynamic, right? You can't be expecting people to um, bring you lunch you know every day for five days um because people have jobs right so so be fair in your requirements for aftercare be fair like like um like domino face said last week she's a she's a pro um pro dime and she can't be like she can't be sitting there waiting for you for four hours you know i mean she's got other clients going in like get going guy <laughs> kind of vibes um Jenity, what's your experience with negotiating aftercare uh for me negotiating aftercare is something you should do before a scene um it's something you sort of say what your preference is how you normally react to things um sort of what's expected of you once the scene is done and sort of how it will end entirely um, and sort of what is the end so then you can mentally comprehend that something's finishing because um, that used to be a big problem for me is that I wouldn't quite understand mentally when we were done um, mm. and sort of like having to take yourself out of okay like I'm a submissive I'm in this mode to I'm I'm a person again I have like I have bones I have a body I have like movement that needs to be done mm. um and it's sort of making sure you have a safe place whilst you're in that vulnerable state to get back to normal mm. um even just immediately after or even a couple of days after depending on what you've been doing um but sort of it's just stuff you need to discuss before and I don't know if um, Miss Kitten agrees with this, but my favourite start to aftercare is actually a debrief. Um, so after a scene, you have a debrief and we do like the three C's. It's not really a C, but it sounds like it. But we do questions, comments, concerns. I love that. Um, which is like any questions you had about the scene, anything you're curious about. Uh, comments is anything you really liked and you want to do more of and then concerns is anything like you might have tried that you're not sure about what you don't want to do again 
Mm. Um, and I find that doing that conversation first is very grounding and sort of helpful for me to then go into my aftercare. Mm. And is that practice from both the top and the bottom side? Definitely. It's definitely an opportunity for both the top and the bottom to debrief everything that's just gone on. Mm. Um, and then sort of in that debrief, you say, okay, I thought I needed this aftercare, but actually I'm fine. Or mm. do you need anything? Or is it a chance to renegotiate those things after? Because you might not have gone from as intense scene as you planned, or you might have gone way harder than you thought you were going to and things have changed. Mm. Just kidding. Yeah, I love that. My debrief happens a couple of a couple of days afterwards. I normally ask for a best and worst. Um, I find um, I need a little bit of time to absorb stuff. Um, my neurodivergence often means that I need to go away. Part of my aftercare is going through the photographs from a scene and just absorbing what's happened, journaling a little bit um, and aligning in my own head of what I want to say and where I want to go. So for me, space is very necessary after a big play like that. Mm. Um, um, and then I like to reach out with the photographs like immediately and share the joy and share the happiness. And then a couple of days later, like reconnect. And then we do we do five best and five worst. So what were the five best and worst things in the play? And that allows you to say the good things. And the worst is not like, uh, you know, you were a bad person or this. Just just analyzing what happened and how we can do it better for next time. So we are. Um, we are just minimizing risk for the next play in doing the mm -hmm. five best and five worst. Um, and then looking at what we really enjoyed so that we take that joy forward into the next play and that we have that available as a resource. And of course, you know, my kink is half admin. So I like this all written down. Also like to make my play <laughs> You see, that's why you and I will never kink together because I fucking <laughs> hate admin. <laughs> And I like to have I like to have a record of it because you look back over the year and then there's this huge growth and this huge change in 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 the in the intensity of the play and how the play is developed, um, and you have a record of what worked for you. So you know I think I think that that's great. Um, it the writing also just helps me express myself. Sometimes it's hard oh. to say things when when the cubic depth of the relationship is quite deep and you feel you feel a lot for a person and it's sometimes hard to give them your worsts um, and those things need to come out your relationship only grows by sharing the good and the bad um, and friendships are only built off um, working through the bad shit like otherwise there's no cubic depth to the relationship for me so um, yeah I totally agree with the debrief I need a bit of time for that I, I really battle sometimes to 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 even accept what's happened so i just need some time to sort of sit back and say shit that that's what it is um i find that the social side of it um um, that social connection, um, having a group where we can share everything um, and check in with each other and have a bit of a, a social connection, very important for me with the aftercare. Um, yeah. And, and again, that just shows how everybody's different um, because I would, I, I would want to debrief immediately again, um, like, like what Trinity said, but that just shows every human being is going to be different. The fact that you said you needed more time, you know, you got to kind of take a step back and, and look and see 
But, and this is again where, where self-care comes in because if you don't know yourself well enough, if you haven't been taking care of yourself well enough, you're not going to know what you need and what you're going to possibly expect from an aftercare. And how do you then start negotiating? You've got to know yourself. You're going to, and this is just again a perfect example of how people differ. So you need to take a, take a look at you. What is going to work for you? What do you need? Um, also, have you taken care of yourself enough so that you know what you need and you aren't um, creating unrealistic expectations of, of your partner? Trinity? I 100% agree with, with that, to be honest. And as Miss Kitten does, like the photos and the posting and sort of the recording my progress throughout Kink, it's extremely important to me. Um, and although I'm not the best with writing, um, I do like to look back on photos and photos once a scene is done specifically with like needles or decorative things or rope ties and things like that. They're really important to me because they're kind of like a catharsis, like an end to that thing and mm. like a really good memory of that thing that's happened. Mm. I'm just kidding. You've got your hand up like like a real schoolgirl. You've got your hand up. So so just to give the listeners an idea, we were on a video call on the other side so that, you know, it, it's just easier, especially when we've got from our guest. And Miss Kitten is sitting here with like her finger in there, like her hand up in school. Yes, Miss Kitten, what would you like to add? Um, I think, I think Chin touched on it earlier and it's something that I, um, I really, I just think needs a little bit of emphasis. The negotiating of how a scene ends is super important these this is really fun play we would rather live in this fantasy than live in reality so what happens a little bit is you get something called emotional bleed and that bleed starts to run into your real life where mm, you can't this is true you can't separate, you know, you can't separate. I was, I was a submissive now in this role and now I've got to go back to being, um, a dynamic in control. Um, fierce fucking bitch. Yes. Serious. I didn't want to say serious fucking bitch, but yeah. That's <laughs> I said fierce, not serious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know it's so important so so there's, there's certain like there's certain rituals that can really help with that so so in in like a ds um play having a color that is one color for play and one color for everyday wear really helps so that we put the color on and when we put the color on the color comes with a certain role and certain expectations part of the aftercare and coming down from the scene is removing that color and putting another putting another color on or taking the color off completely so that there's a defined time limit for the play and i think that that is that is seriously important is not allowing that emotional bleed to affect everyday life because you've still got to go back to a life you don't want to escape from and i think for a top to to sort of understand that we're going to play in the dungeon and it's going to be over at this time and go home sometimes the bottom is left hanging and there's no clear cut defined notion that this play is now over and then the bottom carries on being subby and 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 sweet and submissive or well, the top is not a not a dom anymore the top is now harry he's going to work he's got to earn a living and it's important that that harry or henriette has a chance to carry on being an adult um and there's a cutoff line so defining that cutoff line trin mentioned it um i've also seen it i've seen it a million times and i felt it myself it's definitely something that's worth noting and worth putting into your negotiations for your plays mm. 
So for the lustful listeners that have listened in this evening, we did a segment tonight called self-care before aftercare because taking care of yourself is really as important as being taken care of after a scene. We spoke a little bit about negotiating this and what self-care looks like for you and what aftercare looks like for you. That has been the conclusion. Before I conclude, is there anything else you'd like to add, Trinity? I would just say with aftercare, it's a lot of trial and error and finding out what helps you and what what brings you back to a more sort of with at stake. So I don't know about everyone, but most of the subs or even people that play that I know going to a vulnerable space and somewhere that they're not really here necessarily and you're sort of floating and you just have to figure out what brings you down slowly and doesn't like slam you back into reality and cause more issues than not um just sort of take things easy see what works for you it could be things as simple as like a sweet and a fizzy drink or it could be like you need a cuddle for an hour or it could be you need to talk to someone or like miss kitten you need space it's just about trialing and erroring what works for you and Mm. just take it easy and take your time that's fantastic. You've been a great guest. Thank you so, so, so much for joining us. I mean, all the way remotely from the UK, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and sharing your knowledge and sharing your your views and your opinions with us. Honestly, you've been an invaluable asset to this to this segment. Thank you very, very much, Trinity. Miss Kitten, is there any final word from me? I'm listening to both of your voices as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just love your accent. So that's amazing, <laughs> Miss Kitten. Yeah, it's not the Olympics. Take it really slowly, um, and keep the lines of communication open. Um, we are not perfect, and things are going to change. Um, and just keep just keep connecting. And um, whether you use a debrief with the three C's or you use a best and worst, this type of stuff gives you information about your about your players and your your partners and it it helps you deepen that relationship um yeah and i just want to say a huge thanks to to trinity for for chatting with us tonight it's so authentic to hear somebody's um um valuable information from their own journey and to be able to feel um not so alone in this community when you're hearing things yeah, you're hearing these things echoed back. I I really have to say, like I am, I'm just so blown away by by these amazing players from overseas that I've connected with recently. And um, yeah, if you haven't seen Rena Blood, guys, check it out. You in for a for a huge treat. We've got some amazing stuff coming, and I'm um, just some really authentic humans sharing their journey and sharing their love of kink and what they found that works for them and lols we love you and you're the prettiest dead person ever but you need to get better we we care about you so much and it's just so good to hang out with all the listeners tonight and just thanks to all my all my community who i see online tonight because it's really great to have your support and it it's it makes me feel special and i feel um, hugely validated by seeing your names in the chat so thanks guys and love to all of you I mean, we do have over 1,100 live listeners this evening, which is, again, it's record upon record upon record. So, lustful listeners. Also, we were trending number nine. I don't know if you guys know this, but we were trending number nine after last week's um, third third episodes on all three of the shows. We were trending number nine, and the week before that, we dominated the top searched 
so listen lustful listeners you guys lola loves a lot of you yes what can you guys expect from the rest of the lola uh, lola blakely enterprises productions this coming week on friday we are doing something special it is called sensually beautiful boudoir yes guys we are doing a couple of pics yes we are doing we're doing a pretty damn good show so that's going to be friday night 9 p.m with miss carmen ellie the queen of pleasure herself and then on saturday night we've got the lifestyle lectureship show lola's lifestyle lectureship show with lola's favorite couple the, those of you guys that don't know who that is i mean have you even been listening right that would be none other than debbie and james too sim for fun in doing it right versus getting it remember to tune back in next week on kinky classes wednesday evening um same time same place 9 p.m for spanks and sparkles we're doing impact 101 how do you flog i mean we're even having a live impact session on here yes guys you don't want to miss this one yes <laughs> lola loves a lot of you for all of the mods that's been modding their hearts out this evening on the app thank you for all of the lustful listeners We'll see you again on Friday night. Love the lots of you. Good night.